are featured BBBYZ Giving Alliance accredited charity seal holders for this episode are Solar Cookers International, Wilderness Society, Youth Villages. To find out more about these and other BBB Wise Giving Alliance accredited charity seal holders, go to give.org. You're listening to the Heart of Giving podcast with Art Taylor, powered by BBBgive.org. Here we explore the motivations that form the basis of giving and service. We inspire generosity and celebrate the transformative effects that giving and service have on the human spirit and on community. The conversations featured on the podcast also uncover giving strategies that educate and provide tools to help listeners make impactful gifts of both their time and money. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Heart of Giving podcast, powered by BBBgive.org. Give.org is the nation's standards-based charity evaluator, and it's your one-stop source for information on giving and reports on the most asked-about charities. I'm Art Taylor. Well, on the show today, I wanted to spend some time talking about donating things. You know, the show is generally about how we can make great gifts so that we can move our society in the direction that we want it to go through our philanthropy. And it's always important to give money because charitable organizations can use that money in ways that help them further their missions. And so we want to make sure that we're giving money. But I'm often asked about whether people should be giving things to charities? And the answer, of course, is that it depends. Many charities will accept things. That is, it could be your time. It could be items that you have in your home, cars. And what I want to talk today about, though, is something that we all have, or most of us have, in abundance unless we're really struggling. And that is clothing. Now, again, not everyone has clothing. The fact is that those of us who are fortunate enough to have clothing generally have more than we actually use. I know this because my wife is a wardrobe stylist and she has given me some of the statistics on this and her business thrives because 80% of the clothes we have in our closets, we don't use. We only wear about 20% of the clothes we have in our closets. So one of the things she gets to do is go into people's closets and help them declutter or get that stuff that they don't wear out of their closets. But it also creates a tremendous opportunity for giving back. Think about it. If 
of the clothes in your closet you won't wear. That's a tremendous opportunity for you to share those items, to give those items away to people who need clothes. And there are lots of ways of doing that. And we want to talk about some of that today on the show because it gives us, again, a way to give back with essentially not even missing what we're giving away. Now, I know that there are emotional reasons why we hold on to clothes, even though we're not going to wear them. But a lot of people could get rid of some of those things. And before you know it, others could be benefiting from them. And that's really good. So why are, why are we in this situation? Why is it that we hold on to so many things? Why is it that we accumulate so many things? Well, a lot of it has to do with seasonal rotation. You know, sometimes we rotate our clothes based on seasons. And when a new season comes around, we never get back to those things that we had from the previous season. It's just a matter of organization. Sometimes we buy clothes for just special occasions. You know, we use the clothes for that event and then the event is over and then the item just sits there in our closet. Of course, there are fashion trends. Some people believe that they have to be up on the latest trend going on with fashion. And so they tend to overbuy clothes because that's what's required for them to keep up with those fashions. But what do you do with the clothes that are out of fashion? They just stick around in the closet when other people could be using them. Then there are lifestyle changes. We go through lifestyle changes What we used to feel comfortable wearing, we don't feel comfortable wearing anymore. We might put on a few pounds. There are other personal circumstances that might make some items no longer wearable for us. And again, they're sentimental items, right? People hold on to old things because of sentimental reasons, as I said. We like variety. It's one of the things that we say variety is the spice of life. So having more clothes in our closet can uh, satisfy that need for variety. But in the end, we have to ask ourselves, even with that sense of variety, do we actually take advantage of it because we don't wear the stuff? And we also can just imagine that the work from home world, now that we're living in post-COVID, has also created a scenario whereby a lot of the clothes we don't wear anymore because we are more casual when we work from home. And we could come up with a lot more reasons why people are holding on to these clothes. But the bottom line is tremendous opportunity here for donating. Now, just like with any charitable donation, the first thing we want to do is figure out what cause is important to us before we give away anything. And we want to determine which organizations are working to help achieve that cause. And there are generally, in case of clothing donations, a few broad areas of impact that come from clothing donations. First 
is that when you give clothes away to certain organizations, they're going to be given to other people who need those clothes. And so their whole orientation is to take the clothes, clean them up and distribute them either through a thrift store or some other means to get them in the hands of people who need those clothes. Sometimes those clothes end up overseas where people are really short on clothes. And as a result, those folk have clothes that they can wear. And that can be tricky, too, when you start sending things overseas, because there may be markets whereby people are selling clothes. And when we bring free clothes over into those markets, it complicates things for those who are selling them. And so there is a tension between whether we're actually doing good or not so good when we are hurting people from who might make some money. But, you know, those are decisions that you kind of have to make. But the important thing is you ask, are these clothes going overseas? And if they are, you have to make a decision about whether your donation is affecting a market. And if you're okay with that, then you make the donation. If you're not okay with that, then you probably won't. You look for another place to donate. But this just one thing I wanted you to think about. So the clothing might also go to an organization that distributes clothing so that it can get the proceeds from that distribution and put it back into its charitable mission. So they'll sell those clothes and actually make some money off of them and the money gets plowed into the organization. Other organizations use the skills of people who might have difficulty finding jobs to operate the business that they're running to distribute those clothes. And those people get a salary and are more productive members of our society as a result of that. So that's another way these clothes are being used. Another important aspect about clothing donations is that the number of items and garments that we have can end up in landfills if we're not careful. And from what I'm told, that 5% of clothing items end up in landfills. 5%. 5% of the space in landfills, 5% of the space in landfills, are clothing items, textile items. And by the way, That 5% that ends up in landfills represents about 80% of the clothing that leaves our home. So 80% of the clothing that leaves our home ends up in landfills. And the rest of it does get recycled or distributed to other people who can use those items. But that's just something to think about. So we really want to begin trying to reduce the amount of waste that comes from our garments, either by repurposing them, sharing them with others, or frankly, maybe, and I know the clothing 
manufacturers won't want to hear this, maybe buying a few less items if we're not going to use them. So you've decided now that you want to make a gift. You want to give away some of your clothes. What does that actually look like? Well, the first thing is that you have to take some action, right? You want to make sure that you inspect the clothes and make sure that they're clean before you donate them. Don't just take dirty clothes or clothes that are in bad shape and think you can just give them away to people. Wash them, clean them, make sure they're in good condition, ready to use before you donate them. You can also sort them into categories such as shirts, pants, jackets, and accessories so that it's easier for the donation center to distribute them to people who actually need them. Think about seasonal considerations. Uh, Donate clothing appropriate for the season. So if people need coats in the winter, you might want to think about putting some coats out. In the cooler months, think about lightweight clothing that are more appropriate for warmer temperatures. Obviously, the quality of what you're distributing matters as well. And gently used clothing is generally easier for organizations to get to people who need them. They need to be, you know, in wearable condition. You don't want to be avoiding heavily damaged clothing that may may not be suitable for uh, for reuse. I would also say be mindful of some of the cultural and religious sensitivities of the recipients. Donate clothing that are free of offensive slogans or designs. Consider age groups. Do you want these to go to kids or adults? Any combination? Think about that too. Don't forget accessories. People can use shoes, belts, hats, scarves. All these things can greatly enhance somebody's wardrobe who's lacking clothes. You need to also check the donation guidelines because some organizations may have guidelines for what they will and will not accept. So you want to make sure you check the website before you do that. You want to make sure you donate to trusted organizations. Check out give.org and make sure that the organization is an accredited charity and that you know exactly what they're going to do with those clothes. Make sure that you can trust the organization. You might also want to make a monetary donation and go along with the clothing donation. That's also a great way to assure that the organization has the administrative support it needs to do what it does. If you're hoping to get a tax donation, make sure that you get a receipt from the organizations that you're that you're getting the clothes to so that you can have that for your tax records. You can also encourage your friends and family to do it. I would also say it's probably a good idea to make donating clothes a regular thing that you do. Because as soon as you give those clothes away, your closet is going to begin to accumulate again. And for many of us, we can begin to share the ones that we're not going to be using anymore with others. 
Now, I want to say something special about clothing bins. I know a lot of us see these bins in our neighborhoods and wonder, you know, what happens to the clothing that go into those bins. Well, we did some work some years ago and we learned that the bins are not always equal. Many of the bins are owned by charitable organizations. But there are bins that are run by for-profit companies that license with a charity for the use of the charity's name and logo. And the charity will end up getting a portion of the revenue that comes from that donation bin. Now, the bins and what goes into that are then sold strictly for profit. In some cases, those organizations that get some money, they will put that money back into their programs, of course. But the for-profit entity will be making some money off of those clothes. So you just need to understand that it's not a bad thing necessarily, but you just need to know, you know, what's happening to those clothes. Some people want the items to go specifically to the charitable cause. So you want to just be aware of of that. And you you can always give your clothes away outside of the box. You can go right to a charitable organization that is collecting those clothes. You don't have to just use a particular clothing bin. So I just wanted to make you aware of that. So that's all I wanted to do today. I wanted to just talk about giving away these clothes Because so many of us have so many of these clothes, we don't know what to do with them. Believe me, when people can get a decent pair of shoes or a nice pair of pants or a dress that has been gently used, it brings joy to their lives. I remember as a young boy, we got lots of handed down clothes from our neighbors who were more better off than we were. And it made a big difference in our life to be able to have some of those clothing items. And it took some of the burden off of my mother who had to constantly get us things because we were growing out of clothes so fast when we were really young. So think about that and you will make a huge difference. You can make a huge difference in the lives of others. And just think about it. Isn't that better than just holding on to a bunch of stuff in your closet? Think about women who are in shelters who could use those clothes. They left a batterer and everything they have is still in that place where they left. They left with nothing and now they could use some help. Wouldn't it be so great if you could give them some items that would lift their self-esteem and make them feel good. People need clothes to go to work sometimes and to do interviewing. You might have some good clothes that people can use for that purpose. Connect with those organizations who can help you with that. Well, this is the Heart of Giving podcast. I just wanted to come on and talk to you about this today. 
I've been on sabbatical here for the last few months. We're still doing the show. And sometimes I just feel like I have something on my mind and I want to come on and I just want to share some ideas with you about what you can do to give back to society. And this is one of those occasions. Obviously, no guests today, just me. And we'll be back here next week with another guest talking about something of significance to those who want to see change in their communities and want to find out from others how they've gone about making that change. In the meantime, if you want to subscribe to our show, I hope you will. If you want to donate to the show, you can do that by going to give.org and making a donation. And we will put that money to great use during the great work of the Wise Giving Alliance. And uh, we'll see you right back here next week with another show. Thank you for listening. You've just listened to the Heart of Giving podcast with Art Taylor. Be sure to tune in next time for a brand new episode. To listen to our other interviews, visit heartgiving.podbean.com. That's heartgiving.podbean.com. Subscribe to our show on major podcast platforms. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are the views and opinions of the guests, not those of the BBB Wise Giving Alliance or program affiliates. This podcast is for information and educational purposes only and is copyrighted with all rights reserved. This podcast is protected by Podbean's Terms of Service.